0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. It's a weekly conversation with your favorite girlfriends designed to help you engage in healthy dialogue, self-reflection, and motivate you while navigating through a world that ain't ready for all your black girl magic. I'm your host, Kiara Amore, and welcome to episode 11. I am so excited to have you guys back for another episode. I have been under the weather for the past two, three weeks. Uh, if you are here in Houston, you know that we are going through some very difficult weather. So early in the morning, we are experiencing lows of like 30s and and 20s and maybe even uh, 40s um, on some times. And I think the lowest I've seen was 12 recently. And um, I, I cannot sleep with full clothes on yet (laughs) but I can't sleep fully clothed because it's so uncomfortable so I woke up with a very very bad throat cold um and I just could not get it out I thought I was over it and I wanted to release uh two episodes last week but I was still unable to record it was just horrible so I'm sorry that I've been away from you guys. I miss you guys so much. But I have four episodes that is ready to go, but we're just going to keep giving you one by one by one because there's so much for us to c- talk about and catch up on. So without further ado, let's get into episode 11. Already happened, just haven't gotten there yet. So, you take, you, you have to learn how to recognize things, you know what I'm saying? And, and you just have to know what road to take to get to your final destination. Because a thought, just a thought form can manis- manifest itself into physical form, you know? So, it's, it's all about believing in yourself, believing in what you do, um, being able to see it, knowing how to get there, living it, and, and trust me, it'll happen, ask and ye shall receive, that is a very true thing, you know. Kira, what's the memo? y'all I am so happy I am over this little sickness that I've been going through y'all it's been crazy and here in Houston with weather like you'll have 20 degrees 30 degrees then it's 70 then it's back to 12 and oh my gosh I just could not be that cold and so with me not being uh working at the moment I just was able just to lay around and kind of heal myself, and and I literally tried almost every remedy of how to cure a cold, and usually I could knock out a cold in like three to five business days, (laughs) but I was not able to knock this cold out, so I'm so glad I'm able to knock that cold out. On the other side of things, love life, y'all know I was going through uh, a long-distance situation, but I decided to kind of end that and just, you know, focus more on me and me being in my 30s, well, going into my 30s ready and prepared and fully ready for the adventure of this new decade in my life. I'm not trying to go into it. Chasing nobody, or even thinking that I'm possibly chasing anybody. Not saying I was, but I don't even want to feel like that. Okay? (laughs) Oh my God. And then the craziest thing happened to me the other day. I was out with my girls and, you know, just going out to have a little good old time. And (laughs) oh my gosh, y'all, y'all have no idea. I ran into my previous supervisor from the job I left before I took the one that um, the before I took the one that I eventually went to. So y'all know I kind of like ripped her through shreds in the the resignation letter. And I was just like, well, you need to do more checks and balances on timekeeping and I just trust everybody cuz some people are putting fabricated hours inside the system. And you yeah, you got favoritism. <laughs> but I said it very professionally, you know, and I saw her and like I you know how when you like scanning the room or whatever you you finally got your spot where you're going to stand at with your girls and you scan the room and you lock eyes with her and she says "Hey Kiara." And I'm like, "Oh my god. Why do I see her? Why is she here? She doesn't even live on this side of town. She need to be on her side of town doing whatever her side of town people do like I shouldn't have to run into you (laughs) okay (laughs) I should not have to run into you like at all period so I'm like hey what's going on she's like how are you and for some dumb odd reason like I don't know if it was the Episcopalian in me, but we call it genuflect, but it's also called a curtsy. And I was like, "Curtsy, I'm good. How are you?" And I was like, "Oh my God, that was so phony, Kiara." Like, and Jamika's like. That was so funny <laughs> Like why Why did you even speak And I was like girl I have no idea like, Cause that was a socially Awkward situation for me Oh, my God. But outside of that, y'all, I've just been trying to get out the house more since I'm getting over this cold. Trying to be more sociable in these Facebook groups. They finally let me back into the Facebook group that I kicked out of. You know, some people just can't think when I'm being honest on my personal page. And so they took offense to it. But, oh, well, <laughs> they let me back here. Then on top of that, someone decides to uh, point out the fact that, you know, I kind of look mean and I'm getting to this point, going into this next decade of my life that I just really probably, uh, I don't care, okay? I don't care if you're uncomfortable with my resting bitch face Uh, and that's what we like to call it, but that is my... Uh social phase but once people you know get to know me they'll be like oh my gosh, she's such a cool chick you know but she just doesn't like to be sociable a lot and I think that uh, has a lot to do with me deciding on whether I want to be sociable or whether I don't want to be sociable in certain instances um Y'all, it was just, last weekend was really, really fun. I didn't do much, like y'all know, I do not do much on the weekends, but preparing myself for summertime, I've already looked into some things on how I'm going to spend my, my 30th birthday, how I'm going to enjoy my summer without my son, we're going to go into like a whole episode dealing with that alone Uh when we get closer to that time on how to prepare yourself And then I'm just kind of going to give you guys checkups on how I'm doing on my progress of forgiveness and moving on. And keep continuing this good journey that I'm going on uh, into my 30s. Because I want to go into my 30s with nothing but positivity and light and being a good person and doing better. Now that I'll be starting a new position I am so excited that I had the opportunity to take a break from working. Uh, and it's almost been two months now, which is a really good time for you to just sit down and reflect on the things that has, has played a part in the toxicity of your workplace environment and sometimes it is me and sometimes it's just people misunderstanding me but me taking that time off from working and just enjoying this peacefulness has been very very good for me to move forward in a new position and I'm so excited to start on my day and I'll give you guys a checkup on that uh, for the next week's podcast. So, guys, we are about to get into episode 11 and...
1: Thanks for that camera. Well, we are officially in proposal season, so don't be surprised if your social media feeds light up with some ring selfies and engagement posts in the coming months. But one grand proposal is getting a lot of attention online. Let's check out those top trending stories. Ladies, imagine getting proposed to with not one, not two, but six rings to choose from. Well, that's what happened to Dennis Brown's lovely lady. He got down on one knee, had a heart-shaped box full of six rings, and she had some options. Now, here's the buzz. In his social media post, he says, I didn't win six rings like Michael Jordan, but I won at life with her, so she deserves six rings to choose from. By the way, she ended up choosing the pear-shaped diamond. Congrats to that couple.
0: All right, y'all, we are back for another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted, and today's guest, we have Miss Kia Joseph of It Incorporated. Hey, Kia. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Girl, we have so much to talk about. Um, in today's uh black girl living uninterrupted segment and we just kind of wanted to recognize you as being an entrepreneur a visionary especially after the six ring proposal went viral uh so we're gonna talk a little bit about how you got started and then we're gonna go from there great okay so tell me about, um, in episode 10, we had Bossy Bebe um, come on and she talked about knowing your niche. Uh, how did you know wedding planning or event planning was your niche?
1: Well, to be honest, um, my mother, um, I'm the oldest of three girls, and my mother always would take me when she went shopping for decorating the house. And in, in her own right, my mother um, does amazing uh, interior design. So she's that house when your friends come over and everything is in its place and nothing is not where it's supposed to be and everything is beautiful like a showroom. And I always gravitated towards that, unlike my other two sisters. I always wanted to go with her, feel the textures, the fabrics, like how things are pieced together. Um, so I knew I would probably fall somewhere in design when I grew up, but I was a little girl at that time. Um, you know, fast forward a couple of years, and I realized whenever we, I was planning, or not I was planning, whenever it were girls' night outs or girls' vacations, it would be me that was planning all the details down to the very executed spreadsheet that showed everything that you needed to have on this trip to the, you know, plethora of emails that I would send out. And merging those two, I realized, like, I really like putting things together. I like them to be organized. I like them to be pretty. And event planning was kind of just born. I guess I knew, I always knew I was going to fall somewhere within the spectrum. And that's how I really got started doing things on my own, trying to make people's lives pretty and elegant and um, simplified. And then it started my company.
0: Awesome girl. I'm never like that organized. I'm never that organized. I'd probably be the worst person to organize anything. <laughs> <laughs> I probably needed you at my ten year class reunion. We probably just yes, uh-huh, yes, that was a mess. Anywho <laughs> So take me back to your first wedding. What was that like? uh, what was the experience like doing it, and how did you know you want to specialize in weddings?
1: Well, I want to say I don't really specialize in weddings. I have a special place in my heart for weddings because it is a very long process and it requires an intense amount of organization and time management, which I feel like I have a very good grasp on. I'm happy to say 98% Ninety-eight percent of my brides get down the aisle without being late, which is actually a little difficult to do. Trying to keep all those please take all those people together, as well as do the design and decorating. But talking back about my first wedding, um, I, I don't, maybe it was about five years ago. Um, I got a call from an individual. I was only doing parties at that time, little parties, really not advertising. I'm not sure how she got my name. Anyway, um, it was decorating a wedding for 150 people. Um, And honestly, I really didn't know anything about weddings, so I poured into going online and, you know, pulling up books and the Internet and finding all the resources that I needed to try to execute as best as I could for her And doing my first one. Um, We went in, we decorated the whole place, and um, the client loved it. All of her guests loved it. It did teach me a few planning lessons along the way about how many individuals to have on your team to execute a wedding, how many individuals to have on your team to break down a wedding, things of that nature, because on that day, you can't be everywhere, and you do need a good team of people to execute any event, not just a wedding, but a wedding especially, because so much is relying on a timeline in order for everybody to get their their things completed, all the vendors, and everybody's relying on you to keep things on track, so... Um, It was beautiful, purple and blue, and to this day, I still talk to that client, and um, I'm hoping they contact me for their five-year anniversary or six-year
0: anniversary zone. Oh, awesome, girl. Listen, if I ever get married, which might be a cold day in hell, uh, (coughs) we calling you. We calling you every step of the way now. You have to just fly out of Houston if... I'm still here, but wherever I'm at, girl, we're gonna get you flued out. We're gonna get you flued out. <laughs> I understand. Looking forward to it. Girl, wait on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, how has uh I guess in a sense being in the event um industry or the event planning industry, how has that impacted your I guess, nine to five or your regular job? Because we talk about that struggle of doing both things, you know, following your passion and also staying committed to your regular job. How has that impacted, you know, your placement in your job?
1: Well, I feel like I'm taking a lot more days off to handle things that are for the supposed what I used to call side business um, because I don't have enough time in the putting my 100% efforts into my 9 to 5 to still be the best I can be at my wedding planning and event planning business. So I do find myself taking a little bit more days off, especially close to a wedding. Like I had a wedding this weekend that I'm actually just getting up from. And um, that wedding from Friday at 4 a.m., I think until last night at midnight, I did not sleep maybe two or three hours in those two days just making sure all I's are dotted, T's are crossed. It wasn't that things were not completed, but I'm a perfectionist, and I like everything to go exactly as I envisioned, exactly as the client laid it out to me. So I spend endless amounts of time making sure that everything is perfect and is right as best as can be. Um, so for my 9 to 5, it's starting to be a little struggle. Um, mm-hmm. I used to be able to handle both of them without a problem. I work as a paralegal 9 to 5 for a very... Um, Accomplished and busy attorney. I work for a partner in a firm, not just a regular associate. And with that comes a lot of challenges. Because yeah. All constantly flying around the world, and um, he re- he relies on me heavily. I'm his only assistant and paralegal. So you know, if I'm not at work, a lot of things can't get done. Social, I mean, clerically for him. I was out on Fridays. So I'm sure when I go to work on Monday, well tomorrow because i'm off today i'm sure when i go to work tomorrow i'll have 688 emails that need to be taken care of on tuesday but that's another thing so for me um it's starting to be a question of do i still stay at the nine to five or do i go after the dreams that i have in my head of you know really taking this thing full
0: term oh and we t- yeah we talked about taking that leap in uh episode 10 what do you feel like will um be that situation that allows you to just say you know what I'm ready to walk away from my 9 to 5 I feel like I can do this like what will happen like what do you feel like will um be an ideal situation for you to do that
1: in a perfect world I will have 3 years of savings saved in re- in terms of l- the same way of living that I live now I would like to be able to um have that while I'm working my full-time job until I can get it to scale. And what I mean get it to scale is right now I obviously only take on things that I can handle with a Mm 9-to-5. And the thing with that is until I leave the 9-to-5, I can't really know how big my business can be. It's like an oxymoron. But I need to do these things to get these savings in order to leave the nine to five. So to be quite honest, in a perfect world, I will be able to save up those three years of savings so that if I do go ahead and divulge straight into the business, you never know opening up a business fully what's going to happen. Um, I have all faith in my abilities. I have all faith in... Um, you know, my
0: relationship with God, that I'll be
1: okay. I do have a fiancé that I know will make sure that, you know, food is on the table and things like that. But I'm an independent woman.
0: Yes. I'm not really
1: used to relying on anybody to take care of me. So it's really one of the bigger struggles of leaving my job is now having to possibly ask someone or wait on someone when you're not used to doing that. I'm almost 40 years old. I haven't done it in 39 years. I don't want to start doing it now. Um, but that may be the issue while I'm scaling my business up that I need to have assistance, you know, in terms of things outside of what he already does in the household. Mm-hmm. And that would really be what I would need in order to really take the leap. And really it's my faith and it's my, not my faith, it's my, it's, a, it's scary. It's yeah, me getting over the fear of what, what will happen if I do this and I left a good job because. My job that I have my 9-to-5 is amazing. I couldn't ask for a better job. I know I can go get another job, but, like, the job that I'm in is perfect for if I wanted to work a 9-to-5, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just scared to just jump out there, and me being able to get over that fear and just saying, you know, here, you just got to go for it, you know, that is really the struggle, and that will actually help me.
0: Ooh, I love it, girl. Ugh, you just gotta Sometimes we talked about this with uh, Bossy BB, but like sometimes It is a scary process for Someone to come to terms with like If I do this I'm, What what happens with my house What happens with rent or whatever So she was like always just think about You know your personal finances like you said Ideally three years of savings Which is really good and Doable especially because you have your Your business To help you know put some money into your pockets as well as right. funnels your business. Um, take me back to the first time you got the call from the soon to be groom for the six rings proposal.
1: Well, to be quite honest, um, the six ring proposal, I did not get a call. What actually happened is, um, I was looking to do a style shoot. um, for my brand and a style shoot is a visionary and int- uh, interpretation of an idea um, mm-hmm. that companies such as myself do to illustrate so our work can be illustrated in a you know in a platform that we may not get from a client a okay. client may not want what I what I had done so I didn't get a phone call I was doing the calling looking for couples that would want a over the top proposal experience
0: and. You know,
1: my ideas to see who would be interested in letting me do that for them. Um, I reached out to a lot of couples, um, to be quite honest with you. Some people, because of whatever reason, decided, oh, no, you know, you're not at the level of success that I need you to be at to do my event. I actually couldn't find any real couples. Mm. I finally found my friend and her fiancé, well, not her fiancé, her boyfriend at the time, who um, was interested. Um, but to be quite honest, throughout the process, about a week before the process, he um, cheated on her, and we were going to cancel it, but I was already too deep into the process, so we had to replace him with a actual model who is the one that is in all of the photos, and actually did the, what we were going to do, is, had it been her actual boyfriend, who she's no longer with, to go ahead and proceed with the vision that I had.
0: Oh, my God, girl. That's the real story. <laughs> oh, my God. This is like tea everlasting. Like, oh, my gosh. Um, this is know, tea. I, really never knew or in
1: t- I should back up. When I gave this idea to the photographer, the videographer, and, like, I p- proposed it to the boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, everybody said, oh, this is going to go viral. And this is what you call about being intentional, and believing mm. in yourself. This mm. is a little note to your audience. I was the only one on my team that was like, what are you talking about? Viral? Me? I'm just Kia. I'm just doing what I love. Who cares? Like, like Nobody's going to love it enough that it's going to go viral. People probably won't even notice. I'm just doing this for content. I'm just doing this to prove to other planners who I felt were not um, giving me my just do mm. and other potential clients that I can be that over the top planner too if I have the right client, the right budget, the right scenario. So that's what I was doing it for. And everybody on my team was like, "Oh, it's gonna go viral." Trust me. And I was, you know, I doubted myself, which is the worst doubt you can have. I doubted myself, and literally the photos were posted at like eleven thirty at night. And by 10 o'clock the next morning, I was getting phone calls from talk shows and and people in Japan, China, Thailand,
0: messages Mm. from
1: all over the world about this little idea that I had, and even the way that I just said that to you, this little idea. The idea actually in itself is not even little, but that comes with a part of what you just said about me leaving my job. I have to believe in myself wholeheartedly and my company in order to be able to take that
0: huge leap of faith in order to believe that, yes, I'm going to do this, and yes, it's going to go by because it's just that good. Mm. Girl. <laughs> Ooh, gems is dropped. Gems is dropped, honey. I just feel like you know, sometimes I don't go into interviews so prepared and like with a lot of questions because you want the conversation to be authentic, right? Correct. And Just listening to you about that keyword, intentional, being intentional about what it is that you want, right? How did you feel when you got those calls from Thailand, talk shows? I mean, it went extremely viral. This is is not like it went locally viral. It went everywhere. I mean,
1: it's been everywhere to this date. I don't know, over 300,000 likes on Shade Room. Um, I got a call from the Steve Harvey Moniz show. I talked to Ricky Smiley. Um, I talked to HLN. I talked to Say Yes to the Dress. Um, You know, these are some notable companies. Had the bigger thing is about intention. And see, I'm glad you're letting the conversation go organically. If the boyfriend hadn't cheated, the story would be bigger than it is today mm. because that would have been a real proposal. And these people were calling to fund weddings and fund shows and fund, you know, whatever the real biggest idea that I could come up with would be. But mm. things happened for a reason. Maybe that was not the path for her, nor probably was it the path for me. It was just enough. At this stage in my life, I feel like it was just that thing that let me know that you are good mm. and you don't need any validation from anybody else. You just did that by yourself. You didn't have any help, meaning you did not have any, you know, big name client or you didn't have no outrageous budget. You had an idea and you, you know, stuck in and you made it happen. So, I don't know. For me, I just feel like I, the calls were just a indication of Kia you can do this. If you really want something bad enough, you can make it happen. Because trust me, I wanted to quit so many times leading up to that foul shoot. Even before that issue happened with the, fian- the fiancé or boyfriend, I wanted to quit for other reasons. You know, people that I was counting on fell out, things that I wanted to be perfected was not working. And honestly, I'm a perfectionist. With perfectionist people, we will quit mm-hmm. a lot when things don't go exactly how it's supposed to. But that's the thing. It's not going exactly how you wanted to go but that does not mean it's not going the way it's supposed to go and honestly if things did not happen the way they happened then i wouldn't have gotten those phone calls so to get those calls it just let me know to just go with your gut go with your first mind as a girl boss go with what you know Mm. because what you know is all you need to be authentically who you are and to get the
0: successes that are already aligned and are waiting for you oh girl you just took me to church I'm I'm sitting here like,
1: oh,
0: being authentically you. That was episode two. That was episode two. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Oh wow, I just my mind is blown right now. And usually I'm never um, blown away, (laughs) but I'm I'm speechless. I'm speechless because you not only we talked about intention, we talked about, you know, believing in yourself, you know, how do you get over that fear now that you're talking about it? Now we we're gonna bring it back, but believing in yourself. And this is just mm-hmm. me because I kind of was like, I wanna interview people that I feel like is is amazing and it's a little personal because I see her. I know what she's doing and, you know, we in the goddess lounge and we've been in the goddess lounge for a minute, but it's like, I see her and it's just like being intentional. Like she was, she had to be very focused to get that project done, to get that, um, to get that amount of success from a post, you know, one post and people doubt the, um, the power of Instagram and social media Um, how has that impacted you? Like personally, as far as being more intentional, being more, um, I guess being more involved in your own business instead of, you know, uh, not being so much wrapped up into your nine to five. I want to bring it back to just saying like, you know, now that you know, you can do this, like, Mm -hmm. how are you going forward? Like, where are you going for from that alone? I'm going to answer your two
1: questions in regards to social media.
0: um, It is without a doubt a
1: big, big marketing tool, but it's not the only way. It is not the only part to the pizza that you need to have in order. And for me, social media, I take it for what it's worth, but I don't base my life around it, which I once did as a business owner, and it it caused too much comparison. Mm-hmm. And if you are not strong in who you are, who your business is, your business goals, your business uh, you know, outlook, what you want for your business, then you should stay off of social media until you figure that out. That's my personal opinion. Because I now am understanding and know exactly what I want for theme and what I want for my business, the kind the kind of clients that I would like to attract and work with and things of that nature then social media is going to be used for what it's for, which is for marketing purposes. But you, to me, you don't build established and real relationships on social media, which will help further get my career from the 9 to 5 be over with and for me to do theme at full time. So for that reason, you use it to connect. You use it to grow. You use it to show your showcase your work. But you use it to connect with people, and then you build with them offline. So now... To be answer your other question, how am I going to leave and what I'm going to do with all this happening, I'm being intentional about who I'm meeting and what I'm going to use social media for and what I'm going to use other platforms for, meaning doing more networking. Prior to the Six Ring proposal, I did no networking. I'm actually a shy person by nature, to be honest, even though I'm doing all this talking to you. If we were in person, it would be a little bit more difficult. I am more of a doer than a talker. I am more of a person that likes to be behind the scenes than in front of the scenes. Um, but if you're going to have a business and it, re- it requires you to deal with clients, then unfortunately, you have to come from behind the shadows. And you kind of have to have a little bit of, oh, I don't know what the word is, a little bit of, I don't want to say Sasha Fierce. You have to have a little bit of, you know, this is me, this is my company, this, you're speaking to the person that's running it. And build those connections, which in turn will lead you the clients that you need in order to go full-time. So that's what I'm doing to be intentional. I'm doing more networking. I'm doing more hand-to-hand, face-to-face conversation and interaction opposed to just meeting them on social media and only communicate with them through, Instagram, through Messenger. You know, let's meet up. Let's have a cup of coffee. Let's go look at some things so that I can kind of get a vision of what you're looking for for your business. In my personal opinion, it has helped my business grow exponentially mm-hmm. and It is the proper way to use social media for the type of business that I have. It's not for everyone, but that's what I am doing Mm -hmm. to do. And intentional-wise, I've given myself a a date on when I want to leave. And I've never done that before. So now I have something to aspire to get to.
0: Ooh, yes. Date. Set a date. Get 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 a goal and set a date. Love it. Oh, we talked about that before, so my everybody that's been listening about get a goal, set a date and and act on it. Act on that date. Act on that date. So to just close off the call, um, outside of the word intentional, and I think a lot of a lot of places and people I've been talking to, they've been setting uh two words or one word to kind of describe what they want out of 2019, either for themselves or uh, for their businesses. If you had to give yourself one word or to describe yourself um, for 2019 in one word, what would it be? And also for your business. So one word, like, I guess my word would be um, consistency, it's to always provide consistent content, being consistent in my words, my actions, stuff like that. So, what would be your one word for yourself and one word for your business? For myself, it would definitely be
1: relationships. Okay. And, and by that, I mean to connect and nurture all the relationships that I have and create more relationships to have a solid foundation and relationships across the board, friendships, business ships, global ships, uh, um, in my personal relationships, those things help to solidify and will keep me grounded in who I am and will enable me to grow my business beyond my wildest imagination. In regards to my business, it would definitely be, um, It would definitely be it would definitely be to grow okay. um, I need to grow my business across all platforms meaning it needs to grow uh, social media wise it needs to grow um, media
0: wise meaning
1: I need to have myself be more visible so that is really what I am doing for 2019. Things and places that I would never take my business, things that I would never dream of doing, I'm going to try it. I'm going to go after it. Nothing at this point is going to hold me back. So growing my business is the number one uh, word that I have. So growing, definitely.
0: Ooh, I like that. Growth is always good. Uh, growth is always good. If you don't grow, you're going to stay stagnant and stagnant and, and comfort is probably like the two worst things that um, a CEO or a business owner can, you know, can say about themselves. They just want to be stagnant and just be comfortable. Um, <clears throat> for those that want to get in the similar business or become um, a business owner, what is some advice that you would like to give them?
1: I would say um, have a love for what you do and take inspiration from everywhere. Inspiration can come from any and everything and know what you like to do because in event planning, there's many things. You could be a social event planner. You could be a corporate event planner. You could do small events. You could do big events. You can do middle of the ground events. You can do events 50 and under. You could do events 5,000 and more. But know what you like. And if you like everything, then of course be a beast at everything. But if you know you shine at doing a 50 and under intimate over-the-top celebration, then do 50, um, do 50 and under over-the-top intimate celebrations. And train. Get training. You don't make money if you don't spend money. There are people who are willing to train you there are classes galore from all types of planners to all types of community centers. Libraries have free classes. Go out and take the training. And if it costs money, spend the money for the training. What you're going to gain from the training, in most cases, at least for me, you cannot it would be detriment. you cannot pay for it. I, mean, you, I mean, that's not the word I want to say. Not that you cannot pay for it. It would be worth it in gold for you to pay for training. I did and it has, you know, brightened
0: my business like no no ever before. So that's definitely what I would give as my tools for business owners. I, I love, want to get into event planning. I love it. So Kia Joseph, y'all, from Theme It Incorporated, CEO and lead designer, y'all. Make sure y'all give her a follow on social media. Make sure you are keeping up with everything that she is uh, planning. If you are interested in getting some events planned for your uh, special day or even a proposal or a small event right small to medium or large events right. As well, make sure you reach out to Kia. I will tag her social media handles below uh, in the show notes. So y'all make sure y'all check her out. It was such a pleasure to have you in this segment. This is awesome. This is a new segment that I'm doing. So this is new. So girl, thank you for being a part you. of the podcast. It was a great pleasure speaking
1: to you. And
0: happy MLK Day. Happy MLK Day, girl. All right. Bye. Bye. Who talk about gems? Uh, I love when my guests drop gems on us. I just feel like w- it's so important for us as black women to to drop those gems on one another to let each other know that we're we're not alone and even though we are such a marginalized group in society, I feel like it's so important for us to to give that encouragement, to be that voice of reasoning uh, for someone who is also considering a career change or co- considering, you know, entrepreneurship, considering moving forward in their career or not moving forward, or you know, just 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 being there for one another. And uh, thank you so much, Kia, for dropping those gems on us and. Keyword of today's message is intentional. Keyword for today is intentional. And I don't know about y'all, but going into my 30s, it's all about intent, it's all about intentional moves. Being able to say, this is who I am. This is what I want. And this is where I want to go and sticking to it and being true to yourself and just following through with every move that coincides with that intentional idea of what it is that you want to do. It is so imperative that we put energy back within ourselves and we put that motivation back into what our passions are so we can be fulfilled i can say a part of my trials and tribulations with the past couple of jobs i've had is that i was just trying to keep you know just trying to keep a job I wasn't happy and I wasn't fulfilled and I wasn't being intentional on what I see from myself within that position or within that company. I was just trying to get a job to get a job, not really following my passion, but when I and a lot of opportunity to take a step back from it, reevaluate where I've been going wrong in my career and where I want to be and what I want to do in this next decade. I'm telling you, it's a really good feeling to reevaluate where you are. It is nothing wrong to say, "Let me take a, t- a chill pill this weekend. Let me some figure some things out and let me rebuild my intentions for my next chapter in my life. A lot of us 89 babies we going out we going out day by day we going out day by day so if you like me and you understand 20s by (laughs) by 20s and you want to um, how can I say You want to do more in your next decade in life, be intentional. Be intentional, man. I, I don't know what else to say, but be intentional, you know? Like, make your moves and make all... The right moves. Think about the moves you're making. Just don't don't be so quick to make a quick judgment. There might not be a good judgment call. Of course, you're going to make some mistakes along this journey on going into them 30s. Of course, you're going to fall down, but you're going to get yourself right back up. Y'all, I love being with y'all on Thursday mornings oh my god but we're about to end the show and it was just a pleasure being with y'all talking to Kia today it was absolutely amazing uh if you loved what you heard make sure you are sharing the podcast with your friends your family members your mama auntie sister cousin brothers Anybody that you feel like needs to hear what we're talking about here on the podcast, make sure you are tuning in and also sharing. Make sure you're following me on my social media handle, kierraamore.bgu. Make sure you're following the page, BGU Podcast. Ooh. We are doing great on the podcast, y'all. Make sure y'all sharing it, y'all telling me what quotes y'all liked. Give me me some feedback. I want to hear it. Make sure you leave a one, two, three, four, five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It allows other listeners to find the podcast. Ladies, I do this for y'all. I do this for my marginalized sisters out here, okay? So until next time, it's your girl Kiara Amor and make sure you are living your life uninterrupted.